Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to the Connecting Soul Beings podcast, offering you inspiration, tips, and learning about tuning into the language of your soul and gain a deep, intuitive understanding of your inner self, your guides, and the animals around you, so you are able to live from your heart with grace, love, and gratitude. We bring together spiritual leaders, energy healers, and awakened humans, so we are able to collaborate and help you feeling loved, joyful, and free by providing clear direction on how to connect soul to soul. Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to another episode of the Connecting Soul Beings podcast. This particular episode was recorded during the 2018 Connecting Soul Being Summit. This summit contains 28 experts and thought leaders, and we created this event to help conscious, self-aware soul beings and animal lovers to have inspiration and practical guidance on how to feel connected and in alignment, filled with beautiful energy. You can also watch the videos of these episodes on our YouTube channel, which is listed in the show notes. Please enjoy. Hello and welcome back to another great day here at the online summit Connecting Soul Beings. I'm hoping so far you are having a wonderful time, great learnings and fun with implementing all the tips and the golden nuggets that the experts are bringing to you. Today, I have great pleasure in introducing you to Val Hart. Val lives in San Antonio, United States. She is an animal communicator and the real Dr. Doolittle. So today we are talking about the human-animal body-mind connection, as well as mirroring of what animals go through and what that means for us. It is a wonderful conversation. Val is very, very grounded and an amazing healer and communicator. So I'm sure you're not going to be disappointed. So grab yourself a wonderful cup of tea, great cup of coffee, and enjoy the conversation. So I'm so honored to have you here, Val, because it is so beautiful to connect with other animal communicators and who've been doing this work for so long. And I've been following you for a while, as you know, and I absolutely love what you do. And... You are such an amazing human being and so full of life all the time and very much connecting with animals and people. And you, you really bring that all together, which I absolutely adore. Um, but you're very much focused on a heart connection, isn't it? Even your, your programs are all around the heart. So I would love to find out a little bit more about that. Thank you. First off, Bianca, thank you so much. I mean, you just made my day. That feels so sweet and so loving and so supportive. And, you know, I know the world needs all of us. It needs all of us animal lovers, all of us learning and communicating with animals because animals make us better people. Yes. I agree. One of the things I always think is, you know, animals are on loan to us. They're like angels on loan. To us they have a purpose a reason for being in our life um, and in in my tribe in my world that's to help us heal it's to help us evolve to help us grow into the best version of ourself right mm. so when we recognize them at the heart level which are they an angel are they a teacher a guide a healer for you what's their purpose with you right yeah. And then we learn how to recognize and respect and revere them for who they truly are. We do that through communicating, mm-hmm. right? Communicating with them, connecting at the heart, connecting at the mind, you know, being one with them, understanding and yeah. sharing wealth of wisdom. Then they make us better people. It's like we grow into the best version of ourselves that we can be mm. with help. Um, and God knows we need to be the best version of ourselves that we can be, especially in this time of time and day. You know? Oh, absolutely. And uh, yesterday I actually had a beautiful conversation around that in terms of what is currently happening around the world and how we've observed that a lot more people are actually coming out of the spiritual closet, so to speak. <laughs> you know, we're all waking up and it's just amazing to, to watch that evolve. And um, yeah, I, it, it's just mind-blowing I find and um, 
I think people as well, they are so rushed all the time and we've lost the connection that we used to have. Because I don't believe that we are learning this as a new skill. I don't believe that we are learning all this again, but it's more reminding ourselves what that connection is, what it feels yeah. like, and tapping back into that. And I also believe that the animals help us with that process. They do. Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. They give us a reason for doing it. You know, mm. they're in our face, they're acting things out for us. They're trying to get through to humans who are one of the most dense creatures on the planet. Mm. <laughs> you know, yes. You know how disconnected we humans tend to be. Yeah. You know, and, and we, you know, we live in a fast-paced society, highly technology-driven. You know, in our heads, mm. talking. You know, for for so much of our time, and it's not okay with animals. No. You know, they're they're looking at us, going, "You're cut off from here up. What's going? You know, you can't even feel your body. You don't even know what you're doing. You're like gone." Mm. And that is safe it's it, you know it's a survival thing from an animal perspective um yeah. so you know, we have to find our way back uh, the gifts we were born with are intuitive gifts the telepathic gifts the ability to connect and feel and ride the energy waves you know and, yeah. and be one with the world around us and you know as we grow older society teaches us you know oh that's not real oh you know, shut that down. You know, we need you to focus on learning whatever uh, mm. and, and being more like the humans. When in fact, I mean, the adults, when in fact, I think that the adults need to be more like the children. Oh, yes. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. <laughs> children, when they're open hearted and they, they're, they know, they see, they feel, they're, they communicate naturally. Mm. Brilliant. You know, it's, a, it's extraordinary. Yeah. So, yeah, I totally agree. It's, we're here to heal, to re-remember, to reconnect with the lost intuitive gifts yeah. that we came in our birthright, you know? So, yeah, it's really important. Uh, so much of our wounding, I think, comes from being disconnected. Oh, yes. Yeah, definitely. Being disconnected, but also, I believe, to because we are living so, like you say, densely as well, that you know, whatever happens to us, we tend to hang on to it. And that causes that dis-ease as well um, that we are creating. Mm. And some people might challenge me on that. <laughs> I know that. But, um, you know, I, from experience, I know that, you know, whatever goes on for us, if we don't release that, if we don't stay connected to our core self, then, yeah, you do cause that dis-ease um, in your body as well. And... Sometimes I've even noticed that animals can take that on board too because they love us so much, you know, and they, they can take on our human emotions and challenges and disease as well. Our and wounds uh, are mm, yeah. Things we're unconscious of that we've suppressed that mm. are causing degenerative illness patterns in our body, yeah. in our body mind. Um, you know, we were talking about that a little bit ago, which is the human animal body mind connection. Mm. And it, I don't know that a lot of people understand it's how animals mirror and reflect us and how they carry our stuff. Yes. You know, our stress, our disease, our wounds, our, you know, our, um, our, our attitudes, our beliefs, they'll act them out for us mm. and, and not theirs. It's, they're doing, trying to do us a service. Yes. Uh, so, you know, they're trying to help us see what we've been blind to. Um, I know so many of my clients, you know, know you probably work with this a lot as well. You know, they'll come to you. Well, I want to know why is my cat peeing on the bed or why is the, you know, <laughs> you know, or, or something like that. Why yeah. is the dog um, aggressive with all the other dogs or all the other people and, you know, whatever. But it's like they come to us with these problems. And when we work with the animal, the animal's like, well, I'm just acting out what my person gave me. You know, and we look back at the person, they go, well, I'm not real comfortable with other people. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't really like other, I, I, I don't feel safe with whatever, or, you know, I'm not paying attention to 
that part of my life. Um, and the animal's like, well, you need to do that. So yeah. I'm going to help you. You know, I'm going to help you do that because it's not okay for you not to be connected, not to be aware or conscious or present. Yes. So, and once we get it, they go, oh, thank God. You know, I don't have to do that anymore. You know, now my person understands and they're responsible for uh, their journey. Now they can do yes. something about it. You know, that Now they can heal, uh, which yes. is all I really wanted in the first place. Exactly. Um, I, just had, yeah, I just had a client this week. Um, and she, she called me in a panic because her dog um, was very, very ill, wasn't able to eat, was dropping weight really quickly. Um, she thought maybe she was dying, you know, elderly dog. And, and you know, it's like, oh, my God, what, what, what's going on? And it, she said as soon as she made the appointment with me that her dog looked at her and was wagging her tail. It's like, what, what? yes, 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 yay, mom, yay, mom. <laughs> and, and started perking back up, right? And then she, and so she comes on the call and she says, well, my dog's 100% better <laughs> since I made the appointment. And then yeah. when I check to the dog, the dog says, that's because you need help. And now you're going to get help. And I'm so happy, you know, mm. that now you get to, to, you know, get the help that you need, mom. Yes. And so we did. We did an intensive session with her, and it turns out her stomach has been upset. Her gut's been, you know, she's been having significant GI problems. Her hormones are out of balance. Her stress level is, wow, way up mm -hmm. here. You know? um, and so, you know, in a bit of time, we've changed all of that. And she's breathing, and she's smiling, and she's light. Yeah. And, and her dog is delighted. Yes. So, yes. I, yeah, I, I know our animals bring their their people kicking and screaming all the time. You know, going, <laughs> well, this isn't about me. You know, this isn't my problem. I'm going, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> sorry, sorry to tell you. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, personal responsibility here, and now let's do yeah. what we need to do. Absolutely, yeah. So I'm curious to learn more about how you got into animal communication and how um, how you've learned to teach people that it's not always around the animal that it is that mirror effect. There's actually probably two separate questions in that, but let's start with your background that. story. <laughs> I always love those stories. <laughs> uh, well, uh, once upon a time. Yes. Um, so, um, you know, when I was growing up, Bianca, I was um, a lonely, only child um, living in a rural area without any kids my age around. But we had lots of animals. Mm -hmm. And um, and I understood the animals and they could understand me. We communicated. You know, I was, uh, and by the way, highly sensitive, empathic people take heart because this is a beautiful path and it's a path of healing because mm -hmm. that's where I was. And I know most of my students are that way too, yes. you know? And so anyway, so they're teaching me and I'm learning from them. And you know, I was uh, well known for being able to befriend uh, wild animals, feral cats, you know, things like that. Mm. Uh, anyway, so I, I, I wound up, making it into my teenage years but by that time i was um manically depressed and suicidal mm. um i my parents got me a horse uh, thank god i think she saved my life she was my angel and my mm. teacher um, but i would go and visit with her in the wee hours of the night when i was in a soul agony space mm. Mm. Um, you know i'd throw my arms around her neck and cry into her mane and i would just pour my heart out, you know, to her. And uh, she would always counsel me, mm. her wisdom, her gentleness, her unique points of view that sometimes would make me laugh, yeah. you know, yeah. or would give me an aha moment. So to help me understand and navigate life you know, and my place in it and what to do and how to deal and cope with stuff. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I uh, fast forward a number of years and, um, at one point, I was, um, I had gone to college, I got my master's degree, I started my own corporation, 
uh, with my professors and some of my fellow students, uh, you know, graduate uh, um, um, people I went to college with. And, um, and I realized how miserable I was. And I got to thinking, okay, what has always brought me joy? Because I, I really wanted to make the rest of my life about doing things that made a difference in a way that felt heart inspired, you know, felt mm -hmm. um, it's like I couldn't not do that, you know, once yeah. I discovered what it was and, you know, that to make a difference in the world. And so um, what I got was really the only thing in my whole life that had ever made sense to me was working with animals, was talking with animals, mm. was, was being with them, was helping them, was training them and playing with them and, you know, um, them helping me and me helping them. And so right after that, um, it was right about that time, we had two kitties, Tuffy Tiger and Peach, and they were using my husband's very expensive speakers as scratching posts, which was not a good thing to do. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm like, uh, they're either going to lose their life or they're going to lose their home. This is not good. And so I'm, I'm starting in that morning into my meditation. And I had learned a neuro-linguistic programming meditative technique. And I was, you know, about to go inward and do this process. And I intuited that I should focus to the cats instead. Okay. And so I did. I was like, okay, okay. So I just refocused to the cats. And it was amazing. It's like, oh, my God. I was seeing things I'd never seen before. I knew things I didn't know before. I was hearing their voices. Um, having... It was just an extraordinary experience. And so um, my dog, Tim, just came back in. <laughs> hello, Tim. Um, yeah, I love it. And so I finished uh, the, the, the process, and I opened my eyes like, wow, that was why That was amazing. And the cats are looking at me like, you know, like, <laughs> I see. Yes. Um, like, wow. And they never used my husband's speakers as scratching posts again. Wow. So we started playing other games with them. I started exploring how this worked, you know, and then what, else, what else can I do, you know, with um, the communication gift, you know? And so we went on a little bit and we solved some other problems together. And um, then a couple of months later, I'm out with my friend. Um, she has a horse and she's an incredible body worker, neuromuscular body work. And her horse has this giant knot on her hip. And she's doing things to shift it. It's this old wound and it's just, it's, it's a bit as big as my fist, maybe bigger. Mm -hmm. And it's not budging. And I'm standing there with her and it was a cold, rainy, kind of a, a winter day in January in San Antonio, Texas. And, and so all of a sudden I heard the horse tell me something. And it was a, com a, a um, something she thought about what we were talking about and I heard it as clear as day it's like as clear as you're talking to me mm -hmm. and and so I heard her and I went oh my god I think Valkyrie just told us you know this and I shared it with Charlene and we did a wonderful conversation and then at one point I said Valkyrie what, the mayor what happened to your hip you know what's about this knot and she said well and she took me into her memories and she showed me the event Wow. The where she was, who was there with her, the I could smell the hot caliche, the dirt. Um, I saw the metal gate. I saw the horse trailer. I saw the men that were trying to load her. Um, I saw I felt how angry she was about it, how she banged into that metal gate on her hip. And she it was just like, wow, it's like drinking from a fire hose in some ways. She was just this extraordinary experience. And as soon as she finished the story, she took a big breath and she let it all go. And that huge knot just melted away. You know? So from there, I went on to work with a lot of other people, a lot of other animals, a lot of different kinds of animals. I got started with show horses. Um, endurance and cutting and reining and racehorses and dressage and jumpers and marathon and endurance horses. Um, and so working with all of them. And so it's fast forward a couple of years from there. And I realized that communicating with the animals 
didn't always solve the problems. Mm. You know, and I'm I'm a driven kind of person. I like to solve problems. (laughs) I like to get into these puzzles, you know, and pull out the pieces to it, unravel the knot, um, find out what's connected to what, um, and solve it, you know, so that we don't have a mystery lameness problem anymore, so that the animal feels better, so that the behavior changes, right? Um, What I learned is, is that if I didn't include the human in the conversation, that often the animal could only shift so far. Right. Yes. Because, as I discovered, they're mirroring their person. So if the person doesn't shift, then they can't shift. They're still locked into doing that job or playing that role. Mm. So, so I started, and I'm and I'm thinking, oh, I don't ever really, I didn't ever really want to work with people. <laughs> <laughs> I really prefer working with animals. I feel better with them. Yes. But I guess I'm going to have to learn how to work with people. So I started a whole new adventure, which is about, you know, human dynamics, um, psychologies, therapies, all different types of healing therapy, talk therapy, body therapies, alternative energy therapies. Um, So I've spent, oh my God, a lot of years. I don't even want to tell you how many years. Um, I'll date myself. Um, But I spent so much of my life learning how to help people. Yeah. So when we open the conversation and the animal says, ah, this isn't really my problem. This is where it's coming from, from my person. Mm -hmm. Then I know how to shift gears and drill deep and find that fissure, find that break, find that disconnection, find that um, lack of awareness or wound. Mm -hmm. And then bring in the song, the, the, the balm you know, the healing, the, uh, the bit that puts it all back together. And then not only is the animal better, but the whole unit, the whole family constellation is up leveled. The consciousness is raised. Mm -hmm. So that, that's a, that's a lot more about what my work does and what, what I love doing. And that's a really long answer to to your question. (laughs) Really long. (laughs) That is so fantastic. I absolutely love that. And that horse, oh my God, I could just see that happening. I could just see that process evolving that you've been through. That's really wonderful. And I certainly have had similar experiences too. And coming to the realization that, yeah, we can't just work with the animals because nine out of 10 times I've experienced it is the person or it is the family dynamics or the energy that is around them that may cause certain, you know, ailments or behavioral changes for the animals as well. So I so understand what you're saying about, we can't just focus on the animal, you know, we have to also include the person in that process. Absolutely. And that's, for me, that was quite a process of, wow, how do I tell that person about X, Y, Z, you know? So how did you deal with that part? That's a really good question. Mm. It's one that my students are always asking me too. Yes, Uh, (laughs) I can imagine. Just real quick for anyone who's resonating with that, the Heart School of Animal Communications where I teach people how to do what I do, Mm -hmm. right? So, um, So first you have to have the basis and you have to have a really good understanding of how to connect and communicate with the animal, right? have to know what questions to ask and when to ask them the right questions in the right way and the right timing yes right there's art to that as well um so a lot of students they'll get stuck you know in the conversation it's like well the animal doesn't want to answer that question or it doesn't you know i feel walled off or blocked or stuck or something Mm -hmm. and it's usually because they're asking the wrong question in the wrong time and they haven't you know developed the relationship enough or they're coming at the animal from a, uh, the wrong direction. Mm. It, it, yeah, it gets a little, it, it's, it's like if you met someone on the street and you said, tell me your life story and what's wrong with you because you're behaving badly. Yeah, <laughs> you don't get very far. Goes, <laughs> you're not going to 
very far with that, no. Uh, but if you come to them from a neutral observer witness space, hmm. and if you connect with them with a sincere, heartfelt sense of curiosity and wonder and wanting to explore and find out who is this person? Who is this being? Mm. You know, who are you? Tell me about, tell me your story. You know, no judgment, no, no. none of that stuff. Tell me your story. I'm, I, I just think you're amazing. I think you're so interesting. I can't wait to hear your perspective, your point of view. You know, what do you know that could help us, mm -hmm. right? you help us solve this problem together right so um and, and another part of the answer to your question is i developed a unique proprietary system of solving problems with pets mm -hmm. that is five steps and so let me just take you through them because you'll see where all the this fits together the okay. first one is h in the, the heart system h right the first step is hearing them it's connect with the heart and hear them, open the conversation, negotiate, find out who they are. What do they know? Why do they behave the way they do? Because what they do, they feel is the right thing to do. It makes sense to them from their viewpoint, given what they know, mm -hmm. right? So let's, let's talk. The second, uh, second, one, two, <laughs> uh, E. Um, the E is for evaluating. So let's evaluate their environment. Let's evaluate their relationship with others in their life. Um, let's evaluate the inner, inner landscape. How do they feel inside their body? The uh, medical intuitive scanning piece, right? It's like, okay, uh, where are you in pain? What's not working in your body? What's, what happens? What makes it better? What makes it worse? Or if you're in pain, what kind of pain? You know, is it on a scale of one to 10, where are you? What, what helps, you know, what are we making it worse? Where did it come from? Right. Where, when did this start? So all those questions, right. Um, evaluate their diet, their management, their training, their everything, you know, let's look at all of that to see mm -hmm. what is contributing to the problem at hand. Um, the third step um, is the A, and that's for action or assignments. Mm -hmm. um, so what do we need to change? Yeah. Right? Is it the person that needs to change? And if so, in what way? Is it, do we need to get chiropractic? Do we need to change the diet? Do we need to completely change our training protocol because it's not working for this animal? You know, take a completely different approach. Mm -hmm. um, the fourth step is the R. It ha it, I, to me, it stands for relief. Re, uh, clearing resistance it's the healing part uh, that and when I do healing I work with the animal and the person and the family because mm -hmm. it's a family matrix it's an energetic matrix you know in each being animals and people have a role to play within their family pack their herd their you know their um matrix yeah. so uh, let's look and see what those dynamics are and clear them and the fifth step is the trust the teamwork the you know the now we're all on the same side we're working together we're pulling together we're we're in alignment yes you know and, and it, it's just a magical process and you know in talking the human through all of that is a critical component mm. so Back to your question, <laughs> if I remember your question, um, is how do you talk to someone about that? Yes. yes. For instance, uh, let's say, uh, here's a very recent example for, for us. Um, I'm working with an, a relatively new client who has an elderly dog who the vet has sent home basically to die. And the, the, the client is fighting it with tooth and nail. She mm -hmm. Uh, is uh, not, you know, she's turning over every stone. She's doing everything she could do to save the dog's life, to keep the dog alive, right? And so we're working with this and the dog is, you know, this is my story, this is my journey. Um, I've brought my human to this place and it's an agonizing, uncomfortable place for her. And part of the lesson, the teaching, the, 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 the healing, is to help her find peace with transition, to help her prepare properly to mm -hmm. let go, you know, to help her heal 
-hmm. from grievous wounds, right? Um, so part of our journey, and we don't know yet, the dog's alive, she's, you know, some ways doing better, maybe some days not so good, um, but every session we do, the human comes to better terms with it. A little more of it heals, a little more of it releases, you know, and she's more present, yeah. and she's calmer, and, you know, all those complicated knots in her mm -hmm. psyche, and from all the wounds in her life, all the losses in her life, all the fear, the confusion, the dread, um, the panic, the shock, the trauma, you know, all those bits, very, very gently with loving hands, mm -hmm. wisdom and guidance, and with the dog's help, you know, helping her heal. Yeah. So, you know, knowing the right words to say, yeah. um, part of that is guided, you know, part of it's mm -hmm. from the extraordinary therapies that I've been privileged to learn, you know, and asking her things in the right time right yeah. space helping her feel into that helping it's some of it is somatic it's mm. the vibrational visceral body wound you know and un letting the body unwind oh, until they can breathe again some of it's the power of focus um uh the, the uh, quantum leap breakthrough therapies that i use with my clients so important yeah um very unique process and it's so powerful I, I have people come to me all the time it's like I've spent years working with a psychologist or a therapist um, on this issue and you turned it completely around in one session yes you know, it's completely shifted. I so it, it's powerful and a lot of it the animals taught me how to do that you know they'll, they'll teach you they'll they'll yeah. show you I will say that sometimes I'll ask the animal and I'll say, and they'll show me, okay, this is my human's issue. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, I get it. And so what's their part of it? You know, what, what's, tell me more about that. And they say, well, I don't think they can handle the truth yet. Um, but if you'll tr try asking them this, right? Ask them about this, this one piece. And that will begin to unravel and open mm -hmm. you know, uh, for you to get to what, what the part of them that needs um, healing, needs solace, yeah. needs comfort. Yeah. So, wow. Am I being long-winded today, Bianca? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm mesmerized. <laughs> um, I'm <so> <laughs> <laughs> if you need me to hold on. And I think um, everyone who's listening and watching, you know, they will all be mesmerized by what you're sharing because that is so amazing. And it's, and I know from firsthand experience, you know, so I really feel into that. And when you're talking about these examples, it's it really, yeah, I can feel that. I can feel that pain. I can feel that process. I can feel that opening up and that clearing as well, which is absolutely powerful stuff. And bringing in all these different techniques at the same time and, yeah. and having animals share that with us to say, hey, this is what you can do next. This is what you can apply next is just, yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah I remember one of my clients after one of my sessions, she'd been working with me for a little while and, and she said, oh my God, she said, every time I work with you, you pull a different <laughs> rabbit out of the <laughs> I never know what we're going to do, but it's all amazing. I love yeah. it. It's, I can't wait to see what we do today. Yeah, um, exactly. And that keeps it a lot. That's fun as well, isn't it, for us? We don't always do the same thing. We don't always experience the same thing, which is really, really good for yeah. us, too, to keep it all alive. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Every, every client is a whole new experience, yeah. you know, a whole new exploration not, not not just the human but the animal you know where do they take us sometimes they take us to a past life you know sometimes oh, yes. they take us to the environment and how you know they're being affected by the environment I, just this morning i was working with clients um and you know their their energy's low they're lethargic they feel weak they just want to go away they you know it's very unusual for them it's like we're not coping very well and we're hurting in our neck and our shoulder mm. and our leg it's like all this stuff um and when i talked to the dog he said you know they're um 
they're struggling with the way the world is right now. Their hearts hurt. Mm. And, and so, and, and he offers some beautiful words of wisdom. I, I don't remember them off the top of my head, sorry. Um, but, you know, he, he guided us into a wounded space. It's like the, the baby, uh, the, the woman's baby, uh, uh, inner child had mm-hmm. been wounded. All she wanted to do was curl up in bed and wait for the conflict to go away. Yeah. Wait for the war to be over. Wait for the pain to go away. You know, there's that connection to her own childhood where her parents fought and were yes. abused, conflict and yelling and you know crap going on all the time. And that's what she would do as a child, at one mm. and a half baby. She would climb into her bed and her 220 pound St. Bernard would climb in with her and comfort her and keep her safe yeah. until the war ended. Yeah. You know? um, and so when I reconnected her with her with her angel dog, her guardian dog, you know, every all of a sudden, and, and we made it okay for her baby, you know, her inner wounded child, to be in bed and be protected and be safe and not mm. have to. Adult today, yeah. Can't, can't adult. Can't ask the baby to adult. Um, the adult needs to adult. <laughs> the baby. <laughs> the baby needs comfort. Needs to yeah. be cared for and caretaken. You know, and her needs are important. You know, but so anyway, everything shifted. It's like 180 degrees. She felt energized and happy and ready. Yes. You know, and able to take on the world and felt so much better. Like big her spirit came out um it was just that little hinge tweaked to open the big door wow so, and things like that happen all the time if you know yeah. what questions to ask and what way how to approach these problems and and you're willing to go there i think one of the problems for a lot of communicators is we know things we get things animals tell us stuff right we intuit stuff well, we don't quite know how to speak it. It's sensitive. Yes. Right? <clears throat> yeah. Tender. Mm. You know, we be the bull in the china cabinet, you know, the going in and just kind of, you know, smashing things around, going, oh, well, you need to fix this, and oh, that's broken, and, you know, what were you thinking when you did that? Oh, my God, you know, can't do that. <laughs> no. But, no. Uh, so, but yeah, there's yeah and and there is that obligation as well um that we we have to share what we receive but like you say in a way that it is received very well and that it is received with support and love and guidance so because i have experienced in particular in the beginning when i first started the animal communication journey that i wasn't sharing everything that i received from the animals and oh my goodness <laughs> i was literally almost sort of slept gently over the head by spirit going you're gonna have to share everything my darling (laughs) so yeah so that's been quite an interesting way to to learn how do you do that and for me it's all about like you say you know very gently asking more questions um and yeah doing that all with love and in in collaboration with the animal too that's yeah it is that collaboration process absolutely and having that that connection in full swing <laughs> definitely and it needs a few revisits right it's not just yeah. done in that one particular session it, it needs yeah. that follow-up yeah. and that follow-through right it's a bigger game yeah than just you know why does my animal do this or what are they thinking about that it's like mm-hmm. okay well that's an opening gambit but what about fixing it what about yeah. you know growing together what about changing the pattern what yes. how could it better or improved or bigger or more loving or more more present you know what what can we do about that so yeah yeah, it's it's always been a bigger game for me anyway especially for me I'm like well just communicating isn't no isn't enough no we need more Um, I, I will also say too um sometimes the animals will tell me I'll ask them I'll say well should I tell your human? 
And it, I mean, if I ask them, sometimes they'll say yes, and sometimes they'll say no. Hmm. Uh, for instance, the animal tells me they have cancer, you know, and they know that their person's not ready to hear this yet, hmm. right? Hmm. So they'll give me a new direction, an, another way uh, to, to work with this, to prepare, yeah. you know, to ease into uh, the harder conversation, yeah. you know, the, the richer one, the... The, the, the bigger piece yes. so uh, and I'll tell you a really funny little thing too uh, when I was married um, my husband was a bit of a pistol he was um, he could be abusive was a bit of an alcoholic um, he would often come home for work um, in a very bad mood upset stomping around throwing things you know whatever he would disappear off to the back room and we had the two cats remember peach and Tuffy tiger um, and I would ask them to go check on him <laughs> and then let me know what do you think I should do? Yeah. Um, I go try to comfort him or talk to him or should I leave him the hell alone for a while? Yes. <laughs> leave him alone. Um, and they would go back, they would doodly, you know, go down the hall and uh, hang out with him for a little bit or check on him. And then they'd come back and they'd say, mom, I think you should leave him alone for a while. Or they would say, you know, he could, he's grieving, uh, he's hurting, he could really use some support and comfort right now. And if, if they told me that, I would go back and, mm. and offer uh, to be with them. Um, but if they told me, give him some time, uh, then I'd be, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, they know things, they can tell you things that, you know, they can answer those kind of questions. It's really cool. It's really yeah, cool. yeah, definitely. It's so, fun. I just think this is brilliant. Mm, absolutely. Oh, yeah, I love it. And it's so great to hear the different stories, yet the similarities of what we're all experiencing, you know, and it's, uh, yeah, very, very good. Because I've got my two little ones laying here on the floor with me, <laughs> always supporting the space. And Tim is with yeah. you as well. So it's, uh, it's fascinating how all that works. Now, what, what's the one thing that you that you would love to share with the audience that they could perhaps try out at home with their own pets or with animals around them? I love that. That's such a good question. Um, I think uh, let's touch on three fundamental principles. Mm -hmm. I, and I teach more about this in my free ebook, The Hidden Secrets to Communicating with Pets. And we'll tell you more about that later. Um, but I touch into the three principles. Um, and that's all of us can communicate with animals, every single one. You don't have to be psychic. It's not woo-woo, you know, crazy magic fairyland. Um, it's they're these are practical tips, um, very down to earth. Um, easy to do once you know what you're doing, once yeah. you have remembered and get the concept, get the principles. So the first, one of the principles is that we see each other both subtle, subtly and with physical vision, right? So you see the animal and you can notice their body uh, language, Notice what they're doing with their body, right? How do they look? How do they, you know, what are they doing? Um, but then also switch into your subtle vision and notice how their aura feels. How does their energy feel? Mm. How does it appear to you? How do you receive it? What's your impression, you know, of their personality? What's, what do you see subtly, right? Um, do you see a lot of energy? Or do you feel, do you see kind of a weakness, kind of a softness, a, a low energy? They, uh, so, so seeing, so yeah. subtle, right? Um, also hearing. So another really easy one to get you started, which everybody can do. We're all hearing, right? You hear them. You hear their voice. You hear their meow or their bark or their whinny or whatever it is, a bird call or whatever it is. You hear them. But switch into your subtle hearing. And notice the voice in your head. Notice the um, the word, the thought, the concept that pops into your head. Right. Notice what they're what they're saying that's different than body language or movement mm. or sound. Right. 
Um, and the third one is to feel them. So feel them with your heart. I mean, you can, of course, you can feel them with your hand. You know, you can reach out and touch the fur or their hair or their body or feel the warmth in their skin. Feel um, the, the life force, the pulsing of their heartbeat through their body. The, you know, feel that physically, but mm. also feel subtly. You know, feel their life force. Feel, um, use all your senses, yeah. you know, not just those three. Um, seeing feeling tasting touching hearing um sense of motion of pressure of life sense of um, all those things mm -hmm. so many senses that we have there's also of course the sixth sense the extra yes. sense the extra perception what is it esp uh, extrasensory perception which many highly sensitive empaths have in spades um, which can make you crazy. Uh, going, <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> once you know how to use it and channel it properly, then it, it gives you a wealth of information. It's mm. just, it's, you know, and you don't have to be overwhelmed by it. No. Um, and track it and can feel it and know it. So see it, feel it, right? Uh, touch it. Um, use your subtle and physical senses and see what you get. Yeah. Uh, see what changes when you do that. Wow. It's really, really helpful. I mean, anyone could do it anywhere, anytime. So the next time you see an animal, shift gears a little bit, mm -hmm. right? In your physical senses, absolutely. You're going to do that anyway. It's, it's part of our um, anatomy, basically. Um, but switch gears and check the energy. Check the attitude. Check the, are they, are they tense? Are they... Um, wired are they are they sending you love energy or are they acting out something for you right is that mm. is that are they trying to tell you something mm. see what you know. is that true and you know if it is or not absolutely yeah and it's usually that that initial knowing you know that, that a lot of people sometimes just disregard but that's yes. exactly that point what they need to listen to yeah absolutely precisely precisely yeah and a lot of students get stuck you know it's like they they get the initial impact of the knowing yeah but then they go off in their head yeah. you know to, well what else you know fill in the blank and trying to make you know and then all of a sudden they're off in their imagination mm. and they're telling some story that's not connected to the animal so if you go back to your immediate first impressions yeah you'll get that so much faster and easier we we humans tend to complicate things yes we do <laughs> yes we do unfortunately <laughs> definitely wow that is such an amazing tip as well because it's so easy to implement for us isn't it yeah Wonderful. it is uh, one other little quick tip for you too is if you let's say if you notice that your dog or your horse or cat or whatever it is um, is having maybe a hip problem or a low back problem or maybe they're you know can't hold their head up or they're having some disease or illness or something like that notice do you have a version of that yourself oh yeah, yeah. If, if you do um, then the, there's a very good possibility that it's a shared issue yeah. that they're acting it out for you with the human animal body mind mirror mm -hmm. right they're mirroring for you um or you're mirroring it for them yes right so uh pay attention to those things and if you notice like uh, one of my clients she had a a dog who was paralyzed from mid back down could just had to drag uh, her hind in you know couldn't couldn't wag her tail just dragged her hind in um and when i work with the dog i said oh um well this is the vertebrae in her back that's twisted and a little crushed. Um, it was, I think, L5 or something. Uh, I think that's what it was. Anyway, when I, as soon as I said which vertebrae and what had happened to it, my client goes, oh my God, I have a problem with that exact same vertebrae. It's the exact same thing. Yeah. And <laughs> so I've been having back pain too. I'm going, well, there you go. You know, so we unraveled it. Um, did some healing with the dog, did some healing with the human. And in a short time later, the dog was wagging her tail 
and a little short time later she was actually standing up not real stable yet but she was able to begin to use her hind end mm. we unraveled it and gave it back to the human. yeah right yeah. and then she started working on healing those issues which had more to do with feeling a lack of support in her life and feeling you know, um, not stable in her own life and, mm -hmm. and things like that. So when we did that, everything changed. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So fascinating. I, I, I could talk about this stuff for days. Oh, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs> you could keep going and going. Wow. Thank you, Val. This was absolutely powerful stuff that you've shared today. And I'm sure that the audience is picking up so many good things, little golden nuggets that they can utilize and implement and, and play with. You know, I hope and, so. uh, yeah, absolutely. So thank you so much. I really, really love the fact that you've been here today and be part of this wonderful summit. Your energy is amazing. You are such a beautiful teacher and healer and guide for the world um so yeah i can't thank you enough oh, i'm so grateful thank you so much it's so sweet um you know part of my mission is to reach and teach a million animal lovers around the world because i believe that when we do that and people know how to communicate how to understand yeah. the extraordinary intelligence of the animal kingdom we'll change the world yeah so Thank you, Bianca, for bringing the message out in a much bigger way for, you know, for your love, for your compassion, for your work, for your, uh, for the guidance that led you to do this and so many other things you do. Thank you for the bottom mm. of my heart. Thank you so much. I really appreciate well, that. Awesome. All right. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to yet another inspiring episode of Connecting Soul Beings podcast. I love receiving your comments, stories and feedback as they are truly inspiring. So please take some time to comment on this episode below. If you love the show, you can help us by sharing and liking it via your favorite podcast platform and our website. And if you feel that we can work together in helping you to connect to your inner self and the animals, then hop on over to BiancaDeRose.com or find me on LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram under BiancaDeRose. Thank you again so much. Say hi to your pet from me and stay connected with love and grace.